This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Video Junkyard Podcast, and we would like to wish you a Merry Christmas, because you have landed on our yearly second annual Christmas special, and with me... Ho, ho, ho! (laughs) And with me is the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse, Joe and Ryan. How are you guys doing this wonderful Christmas season? (laughs) Merry Christmas. I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? um, I'm still stuck in the visual of a jolly asshole. Well, I don't think I can quite scrub that from my mind, but I will try. I'm oh, doing okay. You, you uh, catch the reference that very literally. I, I just want to say, I just want to give a shout out uh, to my boys on Kashyyyk. Happy Life Day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then that truly matters. Thank you. You didn't get the reference on that one, Ryan? The jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Oh, I could quote that whole damn movie, oh, as we'll probably yeah, talk too. about. For... Oh God, yeah. yeah. Considering that I'm... is kind of the, the topic, right, that we're going to be discussing tonight on this Christmas. Because last year we did yes. all of the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies, and wow. That was a chore, right? That was, that a... was a... <laughs> I was yeah. thinking about, and I may do it, and I may we may end up editing my comment of this out of the out of the actual show, but I was thinking about re-releasing that on Christmas just for fun, and just to be like, god damn, we sat through all those movies, people should listen to this show, because... <laughs> oh my god. But... Just, anyway. just, just to know the pain that you guys went yeah. through to review I mean, that, those. That was a rough one. That was a slog, and that and that's coming from me. I mean, Ryan. <laughs> you, yeah, that's yeah. Though I have noticed on Shutter, um, they do have Silent Night, Deadly Night two on there, <laughs> yeah. and I'm just like, ooh, garbage day. You know, that is God. worth the subscription <laughs> all by itself. Like, right if I didn't already own it on on DVD. Yeah. But. So what anyway, are we going to be doing this so, year for our Christmas special? So this yeah, year we're going to take a little bit different approach, and we were just going to, as we've talked about, and actually have, have done a couple now, or uh, one, we've only done one, but done a discussion panel-style show, and we did our last one on the um, Marvel movies versus Martin Scorsese, and hope everybody listened to and or enjoyed that one. Um, but we're going to just kind of do a little discussion about Christmas movies, you know, in general, like... What are your favorites? What makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? And uh, so on and so forth. We'll see where it goes. Um, hopefully, uh, you know, you guys all have your tall glass of eggnog or whatever you choose to be drinking this evening. 16-ounce uh, Miller uh, High Life, so... Well, that is the champagne of beers, so you're yeah, celebrating. It does not go good with peanut butter cookies. But if the peanut butter cookies are loaded, we're good. We're well, good. then there you go, right? That, Merry and, Christmas you know, to me. Think, it's, not, it's not milking yeah. cookies, but close enough. Well, no, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's yeah, this is that that time of year, right, where we watch films and because the Christmas movies are so unique. Nobody watches these, or at least nobody should in my philosophy. Watch these outside of the Christmas season. To me, I don't know. I Christmas in general with me is like, okay, it's got its place as that time of year, but because it's such a big holiday in the states, how it it kind of just, you know, encompasses everything like you know all oh, the halloween decorations are down in one store christmas ones are already up and it's november 1st you know mm-hmm. that i i kind of feel like christmas needs to stay in its box um it's the two uh, months of christmas now it, I, it really is I so so when so like the, the 20 representation of that is the movie elf because not only does it best represent like the f- christmas fanatic it is the number one movie of christmas fanatics so it's like cool pretty much if you like elf i know to avoid you for about like the last well, fucking part of the year but and, and i think as eric <laughs> and i have talked about in the past or at least i know privately i think we've mentioned on the show too but i have this kind of i don't want to call it a phobia or a fear but it's a general discomfort right off the bat when i see one of those 365 day a year christmas stores oh, oh yeah yeah those just creep me out my wife loves those like oh. she's just like mm. excited about it. if she sees one of these you know christmas she's she's a christmas fanatic as much as i am a halloween one you know so it's yeah we do christmas big i feel like we've been doing christmas forever this year but i don't know it's it, it, it's yeah. fun with kids kids change it like they I, do I, I was wait i was over christmas for a long time but once you know kids come along and you see the kind of you get to relive some of that like childhood joy of the season it becomes enjoyable again yeah so, i, I totally agree <laughs> i think when i was when i was in college is when i finally started to kind of get 
that back a little bit because one year I, I spent Christmas with my sister and my mom and my nephews and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I, that was the first time I got to do the help with do the Santa Claus thing. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And like it kind of gets you back into it. Like you said, you're seeing it through kids and with my own kids, it's awesome to see, you know, them get excited this time of year and it's fun. So yeah, it, it brings a little bit back, but it, it does still have its irritating values. Oh, of course. So well, I think well, I, kind of what prompted this discussion and sorry, Ryan, you go ahead. It's oh, I was just going to say, I just came from a Christmas party today. So like mm. I have a, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's like too terribly different, but it is, it is different experience. Cause I don't have kids, mm. but of course, like I'm in a, I'm at the, this is my girlfriend's uh, fr- group of friends. I do this every year. This uh, secret Santa thing. And of course they have kids, like a, gr- a bunch of them have kids. And I remember as a kid going to these events and there's this, it's just two atmospheres. You have whatever the kids are doing and then whatever mm-hmm. the adults are doing. And I remember being a kid Drinking. and like, I don't care what the fucking adults are doing. They're just laughing drunk around the table. But <laughs> this year I got, to, like, I really kind of like, it hit me. Like I'm on the other end of the table and I feel like I'm watching Aliens in a strange world because you have adults is talking about you're like oh we're talking about you know some immature things that and then randomly you just have kids popping out of doors around you screaming (laughs) doing weird shit everyone's just silent as they watch these little like monsters do these things and then there's just it all they all scatter again and disappear and i'm just like what the fuck was that because everyone carries on i'm like what no we need that that was a weird phenomenon i'm like that's normal with kids i'm like i don't remember doing that it's a weird. I'm in a weird moment right now in my life. That's that's, that's where just, I'm at. That's I just call that like that's every day of the week. I was gonna house. say that's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> you you ignore as much as you possibly can, and then you know. There's and my wife and I'll be having a conversation about bills <laughs> or you know like home improvement stuff, and all of a sudden it's interrupted one of the kids, and it's just like yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. There was a skeleton on TV. Okay, anyway, <laughs> you know, and yep. back into someone it, but... runs in screaming about you know what. A... <laughs> yeah, but but. Yeah. but so, so I guess what, what kind of prompted this show or the, the idea that we kind of based the, you know, this show on is that Christmas movies are kind of an odd phenomenon. I should say holiday movies because it doesn't have to be Christmas, but they are an entire genre of film that is, as Joe was talking about earlier, is dedicated to just one time of year. So centered around, you know, it's it's a movie that you will watch at this one time of year but they, they that's more, its entire, like, legacy. Like, <laughs> yeah. They more or less all have the same basic narrative or cheap message is this is the movie that teaches you the meaning of Christmas. When it, like, no, none of it, none of it does. But it does leave its own kind of, you know, nostalgic scarring. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, to start this off, um, do you guys have any favorite um christmas movies and before you answer let's name a couple of them um do you have a favorite like conventional christmas movie and then one you might consider an unconventional christmas movie and maybe they're the same movie i don't know but um um gosh uh, I, I can I, don't know. I can say one right away go ahead uh, sure. the past few years i've officially uh claimed batman returns as my christmas movie to watch Though, nice. since I've claimed it, I still have not watched it during Christmas. So it's been three years now. Hopefully I'll break that guy. But that I have a goal, goddammit. And it's going to be Batman Returns. So, well, I think I, Batman Returns is a good one, yeah. I, yeah, especially for kind of the unconventional... I mean, as far as like the conventional Christmas movies, I don't know. I mean, I, I actually do like the old animated short film of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one that Boris Karloff is the mm-hmm. voice of the Grinch and it was near Oh yeah. I love that one still uh, cuz it's just it's classic but as far as other I'll, I'll, full confession I have never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Neither yeah. have I. Yeah. I've, 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 I've seen it many times but only in like my recent adulthood. Like I don't I think I lived probably 28 years of my life without seeing it. So you know, I never cool. saw Miracle on 34th Street. I, I never saw any I guess of those um Though, to be fair, the first movie I remember going to see in theaters was uh, Santa Claus the Movie with Dudley Moore and uh, John Lithgow. They were in the movie. I wasn't with them in the movie. It sounded like I was. That would have made it better. Um, And (laughs) I've gone back, you know, I was a little kid, so it was just like, it's Santa Claus and there's something about candy canes. Um, And I've gone back and watched that. Oh, God, that movie. That movie, like, 
it was horrifying and wonderful at the same time. Yeah, like, I never knew the era? name of it. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I just Santa looked it Claus up. The movie. Um, God, it's, it's that's uh, going to be on the review. Yeah, I, so <laughs> I don't know if I call that my favorite, but it's one that I remember, and I've gone back and, and watched it since, and it's like, yeah, it's an '80s movie. It's kind of weird. Um, so I don't know. I mean. Honestly, I think out of all of the one that I can always watch when it's on is Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I and that's it, that's a Christmas movie. It, you're gonna find most of people our age are gonna have that one in their list. Yep. It, yeah, that's it's weird. That's that you one s- my my kids picked up on actually yeah. already. Oh yeah, and, mine and too. Enjoy quite a bit. So I was gonna well, say it's weird that you say that because we just watched it a few months ago <laughs> and we're like, this is great. And then I swear to fucking God, like everything on YouTube is just like the like screen rant, um, like their their honest trailers or or everything wrong with it's all talking about Home Alone. And both my girlfriend and I like, did they just like see what we just watched like a week ago? Like, why is this all becoming relevant now of all things? Like, I've never seen reviews for that shit until now. So it was like the weirdest. They're thing. watching you. They are, because you know, being the center of the universe. And and of course, I think all of us, you know, that grew up around the same era, the National Mm -hmm. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was going to be mine. My every year have to watch it, have it memorized. (laughs) Christmas movie. Full full disclosure: that's a that's another movie that I have not fully seen because it's one of those movies that Mm -hmm. someone always has playing when you come to visit them for Christmas, and it's it's to the point. By the way, if you're that person who does that, you're not if helping the person who's being first introduced to this. Because no one's doing, no one's watching the movie. They're doing everything else. It's just on in the background. Yeah. yeah. So now it's just like, now I have like this background noise to this event I don't want to be to. It, it's, so, it's, yeah, it is it's it's worth the sit through the whole thing. Because, I, I, I don't know. If, I have to do it on my own. I, I don't want to. I cannot wanna, I have. Don't, it's, I was just, it's like a Chris Farley movie. It's like Tommy Boy or it's mainly yeah. like Tommy Boy or Billy Madison with Adam Sandler where you have a fan who knows it by heart and you're watching it with them <laughs> and they say the line before the line is said. I'm like, hey, asshole, I've never actually seen this movie. Right. Like, I don't want to see this movie because you like it so much and I hate you so much. But I think <laughs> I, I, I don't want to like Merry automatic- Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to like automatically assume this, you know, but I... I I know that for me, at least, um, and, and Ryan, I'm sure you've seen enough of it to get the basic premise, right? You know, family has all their extended family over for Christmas. Hilarity ensues. But yeah, yeah. I think at least the I have a, full. Yeah. yeah, I have a relative <laughs> who is like Clark Griswold, where it was just like, nope, bright side of everything, even when everything is crumbling before them. <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh, oh. And, and so that was always kind of amusing to me. It's like I could always kind of tell who that was, for me at least, mm-hmm. but... Um, lately, I should say lately, over the last 10 years, um, a Christmas movie that was introduced to me by my wife, Sarah, that has become, I think we watch that one every year more religiously than we do Christmas Vacation is, uh, The Ref with Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey. Yeah, and you mentioned that one, actually, when we were trying to pick out movies. We were originally trying to think of a movie to watch for Christmas, something unconventional to do a review on. Yeah. And I've never actually seen that one. I, I'm oh, aware my of God. it. I remember the cover art. I know who's in the movie. Um, but, yeah, the, the, I have to check that one out. So the basic premise, without giving everything away, is Dennis Leary plays a cat burglar who is who kind of trips an alarm in this upper-middle-class town. And so he's trying to find a place to hide while the cops are trying to find him. And he ends up taking a couple hostage. But they are the most dysfunctional couple ever. I mean, the movie opens up with them in marriage counseling, and it's a fucking nightmare. And so he's there, and then their extended family's coming over for dinner, so they have to work this thing out. And uh, Dennis, this is in the 90s. Dennis Leary is, you know, right off the stage of doing his really abrasive stand-up. Uh, this is before mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey is known to be really creepy, uh, but it's it it's it's kind of an unsung film. Like it's it's the Christmas movie that everybody kind of passes over, but it's and I would say it's not one of those unconventional ones because I guess that brings us. I wanted to mention this too. Like what does make a conventional versus unconventional Christmas movie? Is it yeah just taking place during Christmas? Like there's a lot of movies well, that do that. This one I actually does work into the story. 
that segues us really nicely into what my second like topic was and that's what makes a christmas movie a christmas movie so conventional unconventional like what are your criteria for that what what does it have to be a what's the difference between a movie that is a quote-unquote christmas movie and a movie that takes place around christmas well i don't i don't personally think that it necessarily has to be like christmas there has to be a christmas message you know Mm -hmm. Um, about like the spirit. I know there's plenty of films that do that, but to me, it has to do more than just take place during the holiday. Yeah. You know, like there has to be more than like an extra on set who's ringing a bell dressed as Santa Claus. You know, there has to be something more than that. Right. So the brainchild for this actually came from um, the other night watching a movie with my wife, one of my wife's favorite quote-unquote Christmas movies which is Love Actually. I don't know if you guys are, mm-hmm. are familiar mm-hmm. with it. Um, it's... I was just sitting there struggling with the fact that this exact question was going on in my mind as I'm watching, like, like, is this actually a Christmas movie? I mean, it's very much happening, or the events of the film, you know, are happening around Christmas. It's one of kind of the elements that kind of ties all the little uh, narrative tangents um, together. Um, if anyone's not familiar with that, it's, it's kind of a bunch of little... Um, a bunch of separate stories that are all kind of tied together by characters kind of crossing in and out of each of them. And each of them, it's a kind of love story of sorts. Um, all coming together into one big kind of cheesy, but actually quite entertaining It's a pretty sweet movie. Film. It is yeah. a sweet movie, yeah. Um, so I don't dislike the movie. I'm just trying to, like, <laughs> in my head work out if it's really a Christmas film or not. It's one that she watches every year around Christmas time, and she calls a Christmas movie, and... I wasn't just wasn't quite convinced. So anyway, well, <laughs> I like well. I'll add mine uh, to this. So I actually thought about this a lot recently, uh, and this is a movie I I quote a lot because I liked it so much, and it is technically fits under this weird. It is it falls during Christmas. It has Christmas themes, but is it a Christmas movie? And um, that's uh, Friday after next. The third movie oh. in the Friday film series. Um, but I'm being serious. I really enjoy that movie. And one of my favorite skits in that movie, and I, this is the one I probably quote the most. Like, there's a lot to quote in that movie. And me, my, my, my former co-workers and I used to bond over, like, how much this movie was fucking great. Um, one of my favorite ones is where they kind of... Like, one of the characters is just watching TV, and they have... Like those, um, you know, those like commercials they used to play where you buy like a, a certain album with a theme or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they always play the songs like they have it scroll up and they have the song titles. And it just it was like a mixture of that kind of nostalgia for those movie things. And then the jokes with like um, all I want for Christmas is the charges drop or I'm, <laughs> or I'm dreaming of a white woman. Like it's just a bunch of these like things as a as a white kid because I was a kid because this yeah. movie was out in like 2012 so I was definitely watching mm. it like when it came on the TV like the year after or so and I was just just laughing my ass off to all of these and I still kind of quote some of those Christmas um, titles randomly in situations and this is how I kind of test the waters to see if anybody like picks up on what like. I, it's it's one of those social things you do where you're like, yeah. okay, who's like me? Who's the other right. one in, in the room? And it's one of those situations that, for once, because this is what bonded me to my coworkers, I did that, and then everyone just stopped, and they continued to add to the rest of it. And it made me really feel like home for the holidays because it was uh, uh, two Decembers ago, actually. So this movie, well, since then, became a Christmas movie because of the, well, the culture. I, yeah. Yeah, and I think for each, like, individual, there's those, you know, movies that you do. Like, it reminds you of something in, either in your past or a pleasant experience. So, so yeah, Christmas time, I think, is a time when you I mean, we probably all become even more nostalgic or whatever than we are the rest of the year round. And so, yeah, you pull out those kind of things. So anything can kind of become a Christmas movie in that sort of way. But like you said, it's also the narrative. The movie itself is set around Christmas time. I've got, I I don't think I've seen, I've seen at least one of the Friday movies, but yeah, anyway, but. Well, and I, you know, the the one that (laughs) I think is the most contended or I should say contentious about this topic is, is Die Hard. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, and um, 
you know, is it a Christmas movie? I know that not that long ago, the screen, the screen, the writer of the screenplay of Die Hard said, "Yeah, it's a Christmas movie," and it's like, okay, just because you say it is fine, but at the same time, then you know, you're the Christmas doesn't really play into the plot other than there's a Christmas party and that's kind of when it's happening. Yeah, right. it's but, happening over the Christmas holiday. Right, right. I mean, and I mean, I don't know. I play it up too, just for the irony. I I bought a big corny like stupid Christmas sweater that that says you know the 1988 Nakatomi you know Christmas party uh, mm-hmm. you know sweatshirt um, and I wear it to class and students don't know what the hell I'm wearing but you know right. it's like is is that really a Christmas movie ah eh, yes and no I can see how somebody would call it one if they really want to stretch it and be ironic sure I mean but, if they yeah. watch it if they watch it for Christmas sure but like I you mean, said yeah, and then, it's not really. I think that's what I was getting at with the last, like, comment was that for each person, like, it can be your tradition, but does that actually make the movie a Christmas movie? In the case of Die Hard, and I'll probably get crucified for this, but I think I kind of agree that it is a movie that takes place on Christmas, but it's not really a Christmas movie because, like you said, the Christmas element of it doesn't play into the narrative at all this could be happening on any holiday yeah they could be it could be the other the, day it could be the it's 1988 you know nakatomi groundhog's day party right and the yep. plot could be the same maybe more entertaining but it'd pretty much be the i same. mean if bill murray shows up and then that <laughs> yeah, whole event just keeps instead of bruce willis it's bill that murray. would be quite the... the awful film but i'd watch oh, it he's just got to walk over that broken glass barefoot again and again and again <laughs> and after after gruber falls it all resets and he starts over again I'm just... <laughs> you just you replace go. Bruce Willis with the it's called Bill Gra- Murray. Ground Hard. No, and like, can you just imagine him and his Bill Murray way having that conversation with Hans? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, so I don't know. I mean, other, otherwise, other kind of Christmas movies that I don't know. Lately, my kids have been watching the new, you know, the um, Illumination Studios uh, Grinch movie with Benedict Cumberbatch does the voice of the Grinch in that yeah, one. Yeah, my kids love that one. It's cute. I'm guessing we, they were like... watching it all summer, though. We've yeah. been watching it all year long. Yeah, mine too. It's better than the Jim Carrey one. I I agree with that. Yeah, I used oh. to watch the shit out of that, but I was also oh, the proper yeah, too, age but... group, and looking yeah. back at it, it is cringy as Well, fuck. luckily, my kids find it terrifying, so they don't even like seeing the picture of it on Netflix, so we have to skip by it really fast. Oh my god. <laughs> my that, kids love yeah. both of them, but they had the, the new animated one has taken the place of the Jim Carrey one. We watched a lot of that one, like, last Christmas-ish. They were really into it, so... What about what about favorite version of a Christmas Carol? Eric, I already know your answer, but oh yeah, because um, I have two that are like really strong contenders. But yeah, okay, it's it's the Muppets. But <laughs> I'm with you, Eric. I'm Which is you. a great one. It it's is. It, it's one. like one of my favorite Christmas movies. Everyone thinks I'm like being funny or ironic or or whatever, and I'm like, no, I'm serious. It's great. It's it's got like great original music in it, and it's funny. And Michael Caine is probably my favorite Scrooge on you know on screen. Um, Agree. I don't know. It, it's great. It's just like a really really great Christmas movie, and I put that up there as like I always try to choose like what is my favorite Christmas movie, and I know I said Christmas Vacation. But it's this one's a close second, if not a tie. But for Christmas Carol adaptations, I also got to throw in. We were talking about Bill Murray. Yeah. Also got to throw in Scrooged. It's one of my favorites as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What about you, Ryan? Um. Well, I just have to bring up this one story because because I I loved a Muppets Christmas Carol, but it once again it was similar to Hook in other movies. Like I liked it, but I rarely got to see it. We never owned it. I, I owned, like, a grand total of, like, 12 movies, like, from up to when I was 12. <laughs> so I never really got to see, unless we rented, and if it had it. So, but the one I did own that was a Christmas movie, next to Home Alone, was another Jim Henson production uh, called The Christmas Toy. Have you guys yeah. ever heard of that one? I've, I've heard of it, I've never, I've never seen it. it this is... was one that... It, yeah sorry ryan but yeah. oh it was just, it's it's like a 45 minute long it was i guess it was like made in like 80 86 and it was uh i guess it was on tv and they vhs at in 93 so around 93 yes that's when somebody would have got it for me and watched and i watched it and it um i watched it a lot and it's pretty much priest priest uh story uh toy story sorry wow i tripped over that one it's yeah. pre uh toy story where the toys come to life when the people aren't around, 
I was say, but, it's pre-Toy Story, Toy Story. There's a lot of similarities in the in the narrative or the story of what's going on too. So yeah, and like if if and one of the rules is if if a kid finds you out of place, like you were moving around but you didn't go back to where they left you, um, you would like essentially toy die. Like you never came back to life again. Yeah, and that a was like the whole. Than... It is. It's it's weirdly a little darker, <laughs> followed by like Muppet music, and that's what that's why I still remember it. Like, those scenes of, like, there is, like, a moment where you see a beloved kind of side character or, or uh, sidekick character um, meet this fate. And you actually, I, I swear, as a kid, at least, I really felt that fucking weight. And I'm like, Me no! Too. Yeah, you did, too? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have, like, memorably remember this having sad moments, like, that I found sad as a child. So Oh, like, the... Um, I, like the concept of the toy like accepting that yeah. he's he's older now like he's well, he's a year old well isn't he's not there, the, God, he's not the important toy anymore hmm. but isn't there a moment where our toy also sacrifices himself for the good of the yeah it's the mouse uh, yeah yeah that's right yeah. Yeah. And, but anyway, you do have a toy there's another toy who's trying to t- stop the and, main and, character from trying don't let to us talk it, his life talk it too too like it's like this dark heavy piece it's not it's a kid's movie but it is it's, but it's certainly a, got some weight to it that's hmm. not like but as a kid um, it does have that moment like there is like the this one doll who who i swear to god is based off of chucky which makes me very difficult it makes it very difficult for me to sympathize because that's like my fucking fear <laughs> is chucky same with elf on a shelf no thank you well, but this, this, this is 86 so this is this is prior to chucky being a thing i think but it is it just inspired and i cheat you not when i say it's similar she has the same size like same facial facial features wow that's a tongue twister for me right now um she's got the red curly hair he has straight hair but she has the curly hair but she has the overalls and like the rainbow fucking sleeves like yeah she's a dead ringer and her face moves the same way oh god (laughs) Yeah, no, this hmm. is one that, fun, you know, I, I'm glad you brought it up because I didn't actually think of it when I was, like, writing out my list of things to mention. But this is one I remember watching, uh, I don't know, hundreds of times as a child. And it's weird because I remember this, like, as a very young child. Like, my earliest memories of it are vague and just, like, from some scenes. And then I don't think I saw it for, like, the longest time. I can also remember that we had a... Somebody must have recorded this off of television because we had a VHS oh, yeah, tape... Um, yeah, that had commercials cut out like someone had paused. Um, and it was missing the, <laughs> and this is torturous as a child. We all lived through this and kids di- kids today just don't understand. It was missing like the last five or ten minutes of the show. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, well, it I don't know if now, I ever knew though. how this thing ended until I watched it again a few years ago. Um, huh. But the like, DVD, yeah. the DVD, like they remade the, when they released the DVD of this movie, this was after Disney owned um you know the rights to kermit the frog through the muppets and such mm. kermit has an intro in the beginning of the movie and at the end but both those parts were cut out of the dvd release i found out oh, oh really i don't yeah. think i ever remember kermit being there but i yeah i don't know it's you it's don't so... remember kermit being there hmm. yeah he was uh, i don't know he starts the movie you can find it on youtube it's yeah. that's one of the most memorable things because that's where it's like is this a muppet movie because it has kermit on so... it so so this movie, and I would highly recommend it to anyone who's interested in Muppets or Jim Henson, or which I'm interested in all of them. I'm a huge fan of him in general, but um, I think it's really pretty good, even for like for a made-for-TV movie or whatever. Um, it's on Amazon Prime, so you don't have to pay money for it if you have Prime. Um, I would check it out. But I would also <laughs> add to that it'd be I haven't seen it, but it sounds like it would be a nice pairing with another Jim Henson Christmas film, which is Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes, yeah, I don't that I have some vague is. memories of seeing a long time ago, and I am not, I haven't what, revisited, so I'm not as familiar, yeah. but gotta seek seek that one out, Emmett Otter, what, that's what is a good it? one, I think that's that also Emmett Otter's, Prime, by the way, Jug Band Christmas, I think, it's the whole, Otter's Jug Band Christmas, oh my god, it's a fucking thing, <laughs> it's a yeah, thing, yeah. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, yeah, I have never, <laughs> ever, Oh, it's this. it's great. Yeah, 1977. It's a good one. And uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I had asked before about like the the Christmas Carol versions, and yeah, Scrooge is definitely on my list. And I I have to admit, the first version of a Christmas Carol I ever saw, and it's still one of my favorites, is uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. The, oh, the right, yep. 
just oh, yeah. because it's funny that was my first introduction to a christmas carol and oh. uh, to this day whenever somebody's like describing or you hear a description or a reference to characters from that anytime jacob marley's brought up i imagine goofy because that was <laughs> that's what that's what he looked like to me when i was a kid you know as, as the first ghost but um yeah and of course the bill murray one is, I, is, a, is a favorite i watch that anytime yeah. it's on um well that's, oddly that's enough the first christmas carol i can remember and this is just i don't even know if you guys could be familiar with this maybe you are but the first one i ever remember seeing is the animated um oh it's probably from the 60s yeah 1962 mr magoo's christmas carol oh wow which <laughs> i don't know how i came across this i think probably our library in Pecatonic mm. i had this when i was a kid but that's the first christmas carol i remember watching and and i have i had no idea what mr magoo is i still have barely have an idea what mr magoo as a character outside of this was oh he was a character Um, making fun of blind people he was an old blind man yeah essentially yeah yeah. um but not just just... the blind people but anybody who's just old in general too yeah 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 Yeah. so he was was just kind of scrooge for me like this was its own like it kind of brought me into the story and everything i haven't seen it for a long time but yeah that was the first one i ever saw well and you know if we're gonna talk christmas movies especially you know the the show always kind of focuses on stuff from a certain era if you grew up in the 90s or were aware in the 90s and you had cable every christmas on tnt they would show a christmas, a christmas story, story that was like fucking a big day one. so that's so this a is thing. another favorite of mine yeah mine same too. like they ruined it though with that 24 hours because it used <laughs> they, to be like really a fun did. christmas movie like if you could find it on the tv like this is actually yeah. And I know Ryan and I have commiserated a little bit about this and and Joe I think your your father I think is a little bit more interested in movies but my dad's not really a big movie guy. Um he's I mm-hmm. so we never really bonded much over that but a Christmas story is one of those movies that he just absolutely loves. We have to watch it like every year. Um it, I think it reminds him of the it's around the it's set in the era he grew up in so I think it reminds him of mm-hmm. growing up but um it's one that he showed us, you know, when we were little kids, and like it's just been um, a favorite movie of his, and and thus mine, for years. So one of the rare <laughs> movies that he has an interest in at all. It's, it's a movie that's really evolved for me over the years because I loved it as a kid, and then as I watch mm-hmm. it grown up, I I catch things that I kind of misinterpreted as a child, like yeah. how all of the adults are in it. They're all pretty mean, and I think part of that is simply that's a kid's perspective but i think yeah. they're they are also a bit snarky like the the, the mall santa especially <laughs> is just such a cantankerous asshole but then you see a clip where he's being really really nice to the kids so you have to kind of wonder yep. what's going on but just some of the lines like oh, i hate the smell of tapioca i don't know where the hell i came from but i love it you know? yeah well i know uh, and i think I, a lot of that is is the perspective yeah of the children I have I have a, I have a question for you guys because now I know that you guys watch that. Have you ever actually received a Red Ryder BB gun for Christmas as a result of that movie? No, for my birthday though one year. I have never received any sort of gun or weapon from from anyone. I don't think. But I, I will I, say one of my happy Christmas presents is I did get a, a Red, Red Ryder BB gun uh, for Christmas because we watched that as it's one of the first like. Uh, Christmas movies that I actually watched with a fam- with my my family, my mom and my dad. Like that mm-hmm. was one that mm-hmm. we all looked forward to, you know, mm-hmm. prior to the the TNT massacres. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was a movie, and I will say, like, I loved my BB gun, and yeah. like, I'm not a, I'm not, I don't, I don't enjoy hunting. Like, I just don't want to kill something. I don't get that bloodlust, uh, and I definitely don't want to wake up at four in the fucking morning to sit out in the cold. Um, but that, I that's, did. That's even more less appealing. Not the first yeah. part's unappealing, but that's even less appealing. Yeah. But you know, I did enjoy shooting my BB gun, and as a result, it was kind of a fun experience to like practice shooting guns with my dad, uh, and you know, doing hunter safety, but never actually hunting. But it was one of those movies that like led to an object that led to like a closer bond. So it's like mm, this is, you know, I guess an yeah. cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the, I didn't red, shoot my eye out. The Red Rider thing too is, I mean, I, I got one for my birthday one year, and that was the joke. Like, don't shoot your eye out, you know. Yeah. I've, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fun. I you know 
shoot cans at my grandparents. I had to keep it out at the farm, that kind of a thing, because they were like, oh, yeah, we have this thing in town in the house. He's going to shoot something with it. But, yeah, um, and they were right, I'm sure. And they were. <laughs> Eventually, I did get it in house, and we used to, you know, shoot cans in say, my basement. did you, did you uh, break yeah, the rule? I mean, every kid breaks that rule. You used rule. to shoot us in your basement every once in a while, let's be honest. That's true. The good thing about a Red Rider is you can, like, put it against your skin at point blank, and it hurts, but it ain't going to break the skin. Yeah, um, I remember you talked me into that one time. I did it, it to myself many times. It hurts, but... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've only but got hit no. by ricochets. Those uh, I have too. shot a lot of kids too. I can't lie. Yeah, but no, I think the um, that was one though that yeah I think growing up have, that was uh, one that I can we take that out of the the, the <laughs> edit, by the way be, can we not have the audio where I say <laughs> yeah, I used okay. to shoot a lot of kids because yeah, nowadays I, it doesn't I can see where that would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> just. Sorry, Joe. That, that snippet oh. out of context um, does not sound so great. We're, you know that, what we're going to do? We're just going to end the show with just that snippet. <laughs> well, I know that in Ohio, by the way, there I think in Cleveland or just outside of it, the house from A Christmas Story is actually like a mm. Christmas Story museum now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about yep. that. Yeah, and they've got the leg lamp and all that stuff. If I ever happen to be in that neck of the woods, I would definitely go and see that. So that's a, Yeah, it's, that, I've that's heard another it's fav- cool. favorite, favorite movie, so... But yeah, um, and I, I, God, there was a couple others I was thinking of too. There's Joe's so many. More. He's he's got more. Come on. Oh, good. Oh no, I I, I was just gonna ask. <laughs> last week we did an entire, uh, or we did a show on a Rankin and Bass movie. So I was just thinking, um, so they're kind of famous. Or what? What I was most familiar with Rankin and Bass, uh, besides the Hobbit movie, was their animated Christmas specials. So they had you know the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman which is more conventional animation. And then, um, let's see, oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Um, Were those films that you guys were familiar with growing up, or is that a... Like the Rudolph and Snow, like they they were the ones that played on like TV and such? Like the classic? Yeah, the TV specials, yep. And it was like the kind of like, it's not... It's not claymation. It was almost like stuffed animal-mation or something. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's the ones yeah. you're referring to. The so I'm the, cute. She thinks I'm cute. Rudolph yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Nobody god. Nobody likes I the John in the box. Rudolph with the misfit. Yeah. You know, Island of Misfit Toys and the um, Yukon Cornelius and yeah, asshole yeah, I always, Santa. I always love the Nightmare Abominable Snowman. I love them. Yeah. The Abominable yeah. Snowman was my favorite. I used to watch those. Yeah, I yeah. also really loved the Will Vinton's claymation Christmas special. Oh, that really? Yeah. Had a whole bunch of, like, it was short things. Like, it was hosted by these two dinosaurs. And there was a California Raisin song. And there oh was gosh, a, kind of a, a, an amusing one with a whole bunch of bells banging themselves with hammers. Um, you know, the We Three Kings sung by the camels. It was just. What acid it, trip is this? What oh, is it look, called? Look up. This sounds familiar. Like, I've up seen this before. Will Vinton's Claymation Christmas Celebration. Uh, that oh was gosh, one. I have seen this before. Yeah, the. the wow. Isn't that California. weird when that happens? Like, I think, Ryan, you had one of those moments just earlier this show, but, like, you see something that you haven't seen since you're, like, a child. Just these images, and I'm like, I've seen this. I don't know if I remember. I gotta see this again now. I, I, yeah, hold on. I'm trying to. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. The the and it's true claymation. You know, I just but, see yeah. Mr. Yeah. Bill. Why am I getting uh, Mr. Bill? No, yeah. What the Will? Fuck is not this? Bill. Will. W I L L. Will Vinton. Oh. Yeah. Will Vinton. Bill. Okay. There we go. Sorry, guys. That's a technical error. <laughs> yeah, okay. I definitely oh, checked that. These one out. remind me of um. Like the yeah. the after these messages things on like the ABC Kids. Yep, like, I think it might have been the same animation style. Oh, yeah, it probably okay. was. Oh yeah. They, oh my God! Then he also did a did a show uh, with a boogeyman, didn't he? He did a Mark Twain one. Oh yeah, the is... Mark Twain. Um, it's like Mark Twain time travel. Yeah, drug, you know, there's with a kids creepy and... ass part with Satan. Yeah, it's oh, like really heavy. But the the claymation. Christmas I've celebration is so Christmas cool. thing. I remember this. Wow, weird. Oh, the yeah. California raisins. I don't remember yeah. the Christmas thing cool. at all, I but know. I remember the person's work. Like I never knew the name of the person, but uh, I recognize the work. It's. It, the, uh, I'm gonna yeah, have to look could, this up again. See, <laughs> he did. Return yeah, you can to Oz too. Holy shit! You can like watch all these things on YouTube, and I highly recommend it. Those are really kind of fun ones. Um, he did God, the PJs. I, 
I, I remember, Sorry. gosh, now I, I typed into Google like Christmas, animated Christmas stuff, and I'm like, yes, I used to watch a Garfield Christmas every year. I used to watch a Charlie no, Brown Christmas Garfield. every oh, year. Do we still yeah. watch Charlie Brown Christmas every year? Like... That's always, that's always like, did you guys get it in school? I got it every mm-hmm. year in school. Yeah, I, I think I remember seeing it in school at least a couple times. Yeah, but... I don't hate it, but it's just like, it it's, was every I've seen year it a lot. at school. I, yeah. I actually kind of love it in concept. I just don't feel like I ever need to watch it again, but... <laughs> Um, and of course but, nightmare yeah, before so christmas there's... nightmare before christmas oh, yeah. is a regular one as well i've i've never yeah. been huge into it though i've i never i actually really really but but again we, we disagree on the man's work entirely yeah. i think but i really love nightmare before christmas and well he um, didn't direct it so no he did not and it, it's, it's more because does, i think it's just a really fantastic um musical showcase for danny elfman like i think it's a great yeah yeah and and don't get me wrong it's 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 incredibly well made and it's the music is great and i think i just remember when it came out it was like a flash in the pan it was a bit yeah and nobody gave a shit i i think it's a big time sleeper like yeah 10 years later it was more than 10 years as a kid yeah i was into it right away it was but it, it it had like a big buzz and then it died out real quick and then all of a sudden it was more than 10 years. It was like 15 years later, and oh, here comes Hot Topic, and all of a sudden there's Jack Skellington on everything. And yeah. it, it got popular again. I think with that, people a little bit younger than me that remembered it, they liked it more as a kid, and now it was some, that was their first like nostalgic thing. You know, it had mm. been 15 years or so, um, and now it's it's still everywhere, and it's kind of, yeah, it was a big sleeper. And so I do appreciate it. Um, but well, to be it's, fair, like the Hot Topic crowd really fucking drain the shit out of it i think that's what oh, happened yeah. Yeah. like a lot I of had things it. i i actually one of the commissions i've had to do in my lifetime and i shit you not and um this this is a story as me as a fucking illustrator uh attempt to anyways um but this is more so like to anybody who wants to ask somebody to do art this is kind of a cautionary tale of how that person feels when you ask them to do this so i had to do a jack skeleton Poor person. I didn't have any. I didn't have a job. I just moved to like a city, and I'm like, I didn't. It's like the first month. I'll take anything I can. And they're like, I want a 18 by 24 oil painting of Jack <laughs> Skellington. Not just this. They found a classic. They found the image, a a image of just Jack Skeleton, like his his like upper torso and his name, and it's like they're like, I want this. Like you have this. This is made. Yeah, there it is. There it is. No, I want an eighteen by twenty-four oil painting. Then like, go first blow off, it up. Yeah, and I was like, first off, she's like, I'm willing to pay too. I'm like, okay, let's break this down for you, Sally. Let's call her Sally. <laughs> Appropriate. Um, she's like in her mid thirties, I think. Uh, and she she's like, hey, I'm willing to buy your art. I'm like, cool, that's great. Um, but you want me to recreate a massive version of copyright material. I'm a fucking artist. I can yeah. make you Jack Skellington and like whatever. <laughs> and so I got her and she's like, oh, I'll pay a hundred bucks. I'm like, you're going to pay a hundred bucks for an 18 by 24 fucking oil painted canvas. I'm going to have to buy those, those fucking paints, yeah, which are $35 each yeah. for a good pair. No, it's long story short. No, cut that shit down. You're getting acrylic fucking 18 by 12 because I also have to mail this shit to you. Yeah. And you're not paying for that. I know you're not. But I wonder what it is about that film in particular that has been so resonating. Oh, my God. I think it's because it's it's the only one that I can think of that's a perfect crossover film between being a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie. That's and I still will always yeah. say that it's it's more of a Christmas film because it's centered around you know creating Christmas, right? That's their whole the um, themes and everything. Yeah, yeah. But I think it does. It has that appeal where it can. Uh, it's also like you know the perfect goth kid Christmas movie. Thus, why the hot topic yeah crowd latched onto it because it's kind of got this kind of you know Halloweeny macabre morose kind of thing to it like yeah the goth kids taking over christmas right so it's... <laughs> that's essentially it yeah pretty much yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, don't know. I think it's really well done it's an it's a nice simple little i think it only it doesn't it only run of like 78 minutes long or something like it's that it's not very it's, long it's, no and it, yeah and but the when music you're... and it's great the claymation's great and it's just um 
Yeah, but when your kids it's... have watched it over and over and over again, it oh, feels yeah. a lot I'm longer than seventy too. some minutes. I'm living that too, but I still find a, I still find love for it in my heart. So. <laughs> last, I think it was last year or the year before. Maybe it was just last year around this time. Um, we had some family staying with us, and Sarah and I decided, hey, you know, we got people here; they can watch the kids. We're gonna take just an afternoon, go do some last minute Christmas shopping, and you know, have like a little mini date afternoon. And we ended up going to a little microbrewery here in town. Where we were, as we're walking in, I'm like, "Oh, they've got like a TV on. Thank God, I could use a break from Nightmare Before Christmas." We walk in, that's what they're <laughs> fucking watching. I was like, "God <laughs> damn it!" We they so they heard us saying like something. This. They were like, "Do you want us to turn it off?" I'm like, "Would that be too much to ask?" <laughs> I really <laughs> need a break from anything this. else. Yeah. So you're essentially telling me that. Uh, that's waterboarding for you, isn't it? it, it it's pretty it's close. Just... I mean, I don't know. Every year I kind of get over it, and it's like if they were to put it on right now, I'd be like, okay, fine. You know, it's that time of year. But it was just I had seen that pretty much nonstop since, like, September. Because yeah. the kids were excited about, ooh, next month's Halloween. So they started watching it, and then, oh, no, it's Christmas. They started watching it, and it just never, never <laughs> ended. But... And I think that's kind of my relationship with, with Christmas in a, in a nutshell, is it's so... It's the most abused holiday. It it feels like it is. And I think there's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves about it. Um, Yeah. Like some people would say that it's Halloween, but honestly, like Halloween's justified with all that crazy shit. But with, with Christmas, it's like, like I said, you're either a person who likes the elf movie or somebody who lives by the elf movie. And that I think (laughs) defines if you like Christmas or if you love Christmas. You know, I was honestly a pretty big Christmas hater about, oh, hell, even five years ago. And I've, I've warmed to it. Started to warm to it a little bit, but having kids really changed it for me. So I imagine like, it does. <laughs> well, honestly, and I think... Now I'm, I'm I'm not quite Mr. Christmas, but I, I sure am a whole lot more Christmassy than I've ever been in my whole life. So. Well, <laughs> luckily... Like slight more smirk in every fucking Christmas photo. Mm. You know, luckily, yeah, though, yeah. for those of us that are a little irked or have been over the years even with kids and that's a lot of fun but still the pressure of of christmas and you know it can be a financial burden and there's like i gotta travel you gotta be around family that sometimes you don't want to be around and it's just there's it's it's a lot it's a busy time of year and it's stressful luckily somebody heard our sorrows back in 2003 and they released bad santa that was terry (laughs) zigoff by the way and released bad santa which is one of my favorite christmas movies as an adult because it's it's just a big middle finger to the whole time of year in such a wonderful horrible disgusting way agreed yeah that's (laughs) a very very funny and certainly a christmas movie and maybe the anti-christmas movie but eric i think you and i went and saw this in theaters when it came out we did yeah i think so (laughs) it's like we were both home for christmas like let's go see this i want to see billy bob thornton drunk which apparently he was while making the movie Yeah, well, that's method acting for you. He was he, he says he doesn't remember too much about the movie. The scene when he the scene when he's drunk in the the food court at the mall and he starts yelling at everybody, that was him actually drunk. <laughs> like he got into character. He was just pounding beers and wine all day. That man. So I will say this scene. this movie was actually a middle one for me cuz I was 13. So I saw it, but it like mm. different experience as like a teenage or like a preteen teenager. You guys seem like you got that that joy. I, it was like oh. kind of heavy. It was kind of still like this is too heavy for my age demographic. Like I can handle it, but like that's yeah. kind of sad. You probably <laughs> didn't so get sad. why you probably didn't get, and not that you didn't get it, but like you probably at that age don't understand the. It wasn't that I didn't understand. It's just I didn't like the... want it. I didn't want those feelings. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, wasn't like I understood that. everything happening. It's just like, nah, I have these on my own. I don't need to be reminded of my depression as a fucking <laughs> teenager or whatnot. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that the, the title card comes up as it's like a silhouette of him vomiting in an alleyway dressed as Santa. <laughs> just I think that was when I was like, I'm going to like this. <laughs> What yeah. made me like it was actually like that, like him getting shot at the end when he's getting shot, trying to get the teddy bear. Like he's trying to be a good person. Like yeah, kind of like, 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 this is actually does have a really re- good movie. I don't want to feel these feelings. At the end. You know, when he when he, yeah. when he sends the kid the the shirt that says, you know, shit happens when you party <laughs> naked. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted that shirt. I do too. <laughs> yeah, it's and I I unfortunately I haven't seen the sequel. I've heard it's just as good. But is it? 
I have not seen it either. I kind of wrote it off as like eh, I'm not really interested. Maybe I should give it a chance. But yeah, I've heard. I it's wrote funny. it off as it's probably not as good as this yeah. fucking other one. Yeah, but it's it's one that if uh, if I see that it's on, I'll I'll sit for it and watch it. But what about yeah. more unconventional well, ones? I mean, we mentioned a few like Love Actually and Die Hard and stuff, and and you know, and I know Ryan, you said it's one of your favorites, and I'm not trying to take that away from you at all. But I think Batman Returns is kind of like that too because it takes place during Christmas, but it's not like a well, you know, well, it, actually, at the end of the movie, he does wish uh, Alfred a Merry Christmas and good tidings to not just men and women. So it was also ahead in the movie. Yeah, I know. It's really thinly based. And I'm <laughs> I was to, like, but I'm going to, I'm trying to go there. You spin uh, that thread. Go ahead. It. But it is more fucking, it is more Christmas. And like the, the, just the whole feeling of the film is very like cold and wintry and. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, Christmas, there's a lot maybe of like wintry, not Christmassy, but there's a lot of like things with it that like I can I mean, the very big, like... loosely tie, but tie more than Die Hard, and that's my main yes. competitor. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. well, you can I, say what you I would will, take Batman Returns in that competition is much more Christmassy than Die Hard. Yeah. yeah. And I'll yeah. go ahead. I'm and not just... saying one or the other is a better movie. I like them both a lot. But yeah, just and I'll just quickly go ahead and take my swipe at Tim Burton. That Tim Burton could make a movie set in July and it would feel dark, gloomy, cold, and wintry. But you know, that's just me. <laughs> well, yeah, the beach I, I scene in Sweeney Todd. I think that is <laughs> exactly what. <laughs> very much. Yes. Happy Fourth of July. God, it's cold. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's there's actually so, quite a few that just they take place during. I mean, well, we we mentioned Hook a couple weeks ago about how that is yeah, around Christmas. Not really a Christmas movie, but it takes place around that time. It has a, a feel to it. You know? yeah. I actually think that one feels more like a holiday movie than some of these supposed holiday movies just because they take place over Christmas. Because it's got that kind of like magical... Uh, and we talked about that on the Hook episode, but... But you know, um, and, and another yeah. one I wanted to mention real quick that, you know, we're talking about Christmas movies, but really it's holiday movies, and there aren't a ton of non-Christmas holiday movies out there. Um, and, and one that was made about maybe 10 years ago now, um, that actually, for being a rarity, it's actually pretty good, is the animated film, uh, Adam Sandler film, Eight Crazy Nights, which is about Hanukkah. You know, I haven't seen that in a long time, but when it first came out, I loved that movie. I thought it, was, it was hilarious. It's though. hilarious, yeah. And it, you don't see a lot of a lot of Hanukkah movies. No. You really don't like you know. See, that's the one I can think of right I, now. On, I I actually thought you were gonna say Hebrew Hammer. Um, I was so oh. taken back by the Six Crazy Nights. My apologies for those out there. Uh, sorry, Hebrew Hammer fans. Uh, no representation in Joe Land. So no, well, no. well, I it's like not. Hebrew Hammer it's as not, well. That was sorry. pretty, pretty first, pretty you know. I just wanted to mention a movie that had Andy Dick as Santa. Or Santa's son, who kills Santa and takes over for uh, Santa. Wow, I'm gonna have to see that one. So, have you never seen Hebrew Hammer? I've never seen it. No, it's not great, but it's pretty much like Austin Powers if he was Jewish during Christmas. Yeah. Um, yeah. And by the way, I do want to mention that we always, you know, record a few days before we we air. And actually, tonight, being December 22nd, is the first night of hanukkah 2019 so happy yes, hanukkah as yeah, well happy so, hanukkah yeah anyone but who celebrates anybody yeah. who celebrates that yeah so there, but there's not a lot of you know there's there's a there are probably at least to, and i hope i'm i don't want to say i hope i'm right or wrong on this but i could be wrong on this one uh it, it seems to be there are more holiday movies around new year's eve than there are around hanukkah at least that i'm aware of yes i would say that it, that i'm aware of as well that is true you know, and that's another one too. We're gonna to talk holiday movies. There's a number of films that take place around New Year's Eve, like um, whether they play directly into the plot or more just like that's when they take place. Um, you know, the the film Strange Days. Yeah, with Strange with, Days, new the New Year plays into that a little bit. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, geez, right on the tip of my tongue was one I was thinking of. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, New Year's has quite a few. Did, did the movie Cloverfield take place at New Year's? as well no i think that was just a going away party oh was it okay yeah Yeah. wasn't it new year's thinking of something that was like a found footage but anyway maybe i'm just getting that confused with new year's but anyway that's not a that we can leave that to the the viewers if they want to comment fill in the blanks of what yeah what are some other ones here that we were we're missing i'm sure there's plenty what are your favorite holiday movies i did want to put an honorable mention in for i was going to ask and we're kind of running out of time here Mm -hmm. so um 
I was going to ask if you guys have seen anything like newish, like anything new this year or in the past couple years that has been pressed. And I'll throw one out out real quick. There's a Netflix new movie, brand new this year, called Klaus. That um, yes, I was actually pretty impressed with. It's really a good movie. So I was anime. too. I haven't I haven't seen it all in one sitting, but the kids were watching it the other day. Yeah, and, you know, over the last couple of days, and I've seen enough of it to I actually caught my interest. It's um, it reminds me of of older Disney films. The animation yeah. is really well done in it. The voice cast is very good. Um, the story yeah, is pretty, pretty cool. Cast and the story is so, cool and original. A, a interesting take on on the Santa Claus legend. So. Yeah, yeah. I've, I actually am glad you brought that up. That one that was a pretty good one. Uh, as far as like relatively new ones, you know, like I mentioned before, the the Illumination Grinch film is yeah. kind of the one I've been seeing more than anything else. But um, and, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've always kind of veered away I, since we've got disney plus i've been going through and seeing what's on there <laughs> and trying to get the kids to watch some of those like the the um the tim allen santa claus movie i know they did a bunch of sequels but the first one mm. um is actually one that i really liked as a kid um so yeah that one was pretty really cute that one it's, that, it's that a one's clever... been brought back with you know my girlfriend she brought that one back up so yeah it's <laughs> it's a cute movie yeah. it's it's kind of another, it's another cute take on the whole santa claus you know story um it's and Tim Allen's amusing in it. You know, it's it's got some really cute parts in it, um, especially towards the end when it really picks up some some weight to it. Uh, there's a Robin <laughs> Williams movie, it, Toys. That's yeah, kind oh, of wow, a Christmas yeah. movie. It's I mean, it's very much a movie. Like, well, it features so many toys. It can, it easily like could be viewed during Christmas and still that meet that feel, especially as a kid. Yeah, that was one on an old list of movie I wanted to dig out and review on this show. It it got, but now it will it's be not on there anymore. But yeah, that's an interesting one. Now yeah, I think be, it was almost two. Was that Barry Sonnenfeld? I think. Ah, uh, yeah. I think, I think so. that was him. It's somebody. It's, it was a name director. At the it's time, it's yeah. got the feel to it at least. It's it's a really strange movie. Um, from what I remember of it, yeah, I, I, did, I remember that too. And it's just kind of like gone like i remembered this movie and started like looking around for it it's not streaming anywhere it is like out of print on dvd so to find it on d it's out it's been put it was released on dvd but now the dvds are like 45 dollars you know to 65 dollars a piece because it's out of print Hmm. so i mean i'm gonna have to like dig around and find it on youtube to even see it at this point so what are you looking for is zoned out Toys. toys toys yeah the movie toys. toys okay barry levinson toys wow director. my attention span really cut out uh, uh, the other barry barry levinson directed barry okay. levinson that's right okay yeah. that's where that's where that's, i didn't recognize yeah, it makes that makes more sense so <laughs> but yeah we would i'd love to hear actually if any of our listeners have other holiday favorites uh if you can dig up any of the other ones i'm sure there's a million we've missed or what are your favorite holiday memories as far as films or tv specials go uh from when you were a kid and uh, yeah, feel free to drop us a line. We'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Uh, as always, you can email us at videojunkierpodcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a comment on Facebook at Video Junkier Podcast, the Facebook group, or our regular page, or send us a tweet at Video Junk Pod. We'd love to hear your thoughts on holiday films or any of these kind of specials that we've been talking about. And coming up on the podcast, we finally, we've been plugging this one forever, are going to be um, diving into the modern interpretations of 40s and 50s comic strip and film serial characters so we're going to be looking at dick tracy the rocketeer uh the phantom and the shadow in the next Mm -hmm. over the next four weeks so we're going to be spending a little bit of like longer time on that but i've been looking forward to this one all four of those movies are ones that i like quite a bit and have been looking forward to revisiting um yeah, and after that, we're going to talk Star Wars, because everybody is. But that's going to get us into the new year. We're going to talk some Star Wars. Uh, we'll let you know as time goes on what, what shape that's going to take. Uh, we're not going to do speci- like single film reviews on that. but It's going to um, be a discussion. More of a, yeah, more of a discussion show. Also, coming up in the new year, we have um, oh, Living With Yourself, Death Becomes Her, Bram Stoker's Dracula, etc., etc. A lot of really good stuff coming up, so... Um, please uh, come back and join us and talk about any of those movies. We'd love to have you. And I want to thank everybody again for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast, as always. And 
want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Have a very happy, happy holidays. Happy life. That's day. right. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say I do wish everyone uh, a happy life day and look forward to a future Christmas Star Wars special. Yeah. As we all do. They're missed opportunity. They're missing an opportunity there. They got to do another one. Right. They do. Oh, I mean, we'll why not? The fan base is going to be angry no matter what. You're going to get a you're going to get a polarizing view. I think they should actually try to make it worse. Than <laughs> I know, and it's going to somehow cause that polarization. It's like they really capture the wonderful awfulness of the. Yeah, somehow, I think that challenge will be accepted before it's offered. So, <laughs> so. I mean, none of us actually mentioned, anyway, you know, the Star Wars Christmas special. I know it's on my list. So, <laughs> I never came up. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Anyway, bye. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast on Twitter at video junk pod and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast all one word want to thank you again for listening and keep digging who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard. 